everyone today i have not only one of my very best friends but an incredibly talented actress and a self-made blogger successful blogger here on ground up and i am personally so excited to hear your ground up story because i don't think i've heard it like truly from the ground up um so <laughs> should i say it again everyone yeah. we are here on the ground up podcast with natalie and we're gonna learn jamie alex's ground up story um but also the acting side of it and like mm -hmm. where the first seed was planted and how you went from not being on a tv show to being on a hit netflix show like literally it takes people so many years to do that and i want to know what habits you might have had or what it it was what special sauce that you had. And I think everyone wants to know that led you to booking that. So we'll go through all of that. And um, so thank you so much for being here. Oh my God, thank you for having me. Yeah. So first thing I want to do, you're my first guest on the podcast. I am just like, that is like an honor that I can't emotionally comprehend at this moment. But. Just know that when you start yours, I need to be your first well, 100%, guest. Well, 100%, yeah. Okay. But what I want to start doing with people that I interview is doing something called the ground up three, okay. which are just three questions in the beginning that I have and what they are, are, where are you from? What was your very first job? Not in the industry or in blogging, unless that's mm -hmm. what it was, but like okay. your first paid job and um what was your first dream job okay so where are you from where am i from i'm from buffalo grove illinois uh home of the cornfields super desolate area really not exciting couldn't wait to get out of there <laughs> yeah. um i what was the second question wow. <laughs> the second one is what was your first job ever my first job ever oh my god that's such a good question why i think it was it was working for Abercrombie Kids in mm. high school. I, I feel like that's just a rite of passage for every um, Midwest high schooler. Really? Yeah, I just feel like it was like, and I remember that one of the people was like, I think one of the directors was like, I think we want you to model for Abercrombie. I thought I was the hottest shit in the entire world. I was like, oh my God, I'm an Abercrombie model, whatever. Uh, I guess the seed was planted there. Yeah, I was like, there you go. I'm going to move to Los Angeles. <laughs> Do this thing for real. Abercrombie recruited me. <laughs> and then the director of Abercrombie, Illinois, recruited me. <laughs> When really it was like just like somebody who was like 26 who was like, hey, you're semi-attractive. I guess you could do this thing for us. And when we're 16, we're like, you are a man. You are 100 years old. You're so wise. Tell yeah. me more. Tell me more. Oh, 23 years old. I was like, oh, my God, you've been through life. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to we're 27. Like, how do I take care of myself oh. and my bills? Um, I'm like, oh, that got too real. Uh, and then what was my first dream job? Yeah, your very first dream job that you thought you want. Like mine was, if I really go back. Oh no, girl, I know. But like, okay, yeah. but what was your, wait, yeah. What a was chemist? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you're sitting there in science class and you're like, God, this is Oh my God, Discovery so Kids. I would buy the kits, the fake blood, the fake hair. And I would sit under my staircase at my house and no. be like, mom, I figured it out. The you know, like, <laughs> here's the murderer. Like, I was all into, yeah, fun fact. Wait, that's actually so interesting. Yeah. Okay, I would have never guessed that. Um, Mine was that I wanted to be a singer-songwriter, a musician. Oh, okay. Like, literally, because I came out the womb singing, truly. Like, singing my, like, heart out. And my dad would, um, 
ever since I was younger, like with the camcorder, he started doing the YouTube videos with me. Like, oh, wow. Oh my God. Yeah. It was like a whole thing. Like I was like Jamie Singer, the singer, because my full name is Jamie Alex Singer. And people would be like, so can you sing? And I'd be like, actually, yeah, I can. <laughs> Do you want to hear a bar? Yeah. Um, so that was my first thing in that. I, like I love music, but it's definitely not my... Yeah, yeah, but not too far off from where you ended up with performing and acting. and Yeah, you could say that that, that was always there, I yeah. think. And yeah. you've sang on television. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for your Disney show. Yeah, that was for Disney. And then I think that's the only, that's the only time. <laughs> yeah, but it'll come in handy. I mean, you can yeah. use that. And I'm sure you've auditioned and like had to yeah. sing in auditions and stuff like that. Yeah, I just like, I know the competition out there was singing and I'm like, I am not. No, <laughs> you put it on your resume, but you're not pursuing anything in singing. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Like if you want me to do a little, little thing on the side, sure. But yeah. And I've heard you, you are so good. I was watching, oh my God, I watched the best YouTube video of you called like 50 questions to know about me did you did you really yeah like in prep for this or something yeah. oh and my god it was so good I was rolling laughing I was like doing my makeup <laughs> and I was like oh my god and what I loved so much about it and what I was like reminded about you that I already knew is like how authentic you are oh I love you so much you're this like me cry you're just like so even and when you did the voice impersonations you have no fear you're just like <laughs> I am who I am and you know and I love I love self tanner I love you know yeah. like I don't know just everything was so authentic and for people to watch that I think that it's inspiring because they'll be like you know try to shed or hide I, I should say those parts of them mm-hmm. that maybe other people wouldn't want to hear whereas you embrace them and yeah you know, I love that so much. I feel like I needed to hear that too. Cause I like, it's so funny. Cause I went back, I don't know why, but I went back and I watched my old YouTube videos. Cause it's been almost a year since I posted the last one. And I was like looking, I was like, Oh my God, I am so funny. Right? <laughs> a little reminder. Oh my God. I'm so cute and adorable. And like, I want, and I was like, I love editing. I think I watched cause I was like, I think I clicked on someone else's video and I was like, I should be doing this. And then I watched my old ones and I kind of like, this is going to be the most unlikable thing ever because nobody likes when a woman compliments herself. But I was like, I am so likable. Like I love, I was like loving myself on it. And I was like, Oh my God. I love that. And I'm sure it took a lot of work for you to get there, to be able to say that confidently. Oh my God. I, I well, I feel like I have to uh, neutralize it with like a self-deprecating comment, which is kind of a problem. But I also, I, I mean, I've said this in acting class and everybody always like, the, it, I guess it's like the most true thing ever. I'm like, I genuinely think I am so wildly talented and I have so much to learn all in the same breath. Right. And that's how I feel about even watching my videos. I'm like, oh my God, I am great in this stage of my life, but I also have, or, and I also can learn so much moving forward and the 50 questions that you would see now are probably so different, mm-hmm. but yeah, it made me realize like I started vlogging again and I was like, oh, this is where I get my like sense of humor. This is, this feels more fulfilling to me because there's only so much you can see through a photo and I can't, even the podcast, like even talking to you right now, I'm like, oh, I, I don't get to like, nobody wants to watch you talk on your stories anymore. Like the age of that is just over. And so I feel like having my personality on these platforms like YouTube, like podcasts, I was like, oh, that's the thing that's missing is the personality that I get to share. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to say that, I feel like it had to start, you had to start, like you've gained confidence over the years from being a blogger for the last 
how many years have you been vlogging yeah, like professionally? Professionally. Mm-hmm. I think like um, five. I think five. Okay. Yeah. So when you first started, were you as confident as, were you? did you have a blind confidence or did that come with making videos and editing videos and getting better at it, right? Yeah. Like with practice and consistency? <laughs> I don't think I would call it confidence. I think I would call it like a healthy dose of delusion. Um, <laughs> which no, we need, which everybody needs. Yes. I think every person that's pursuing entertainment has a healthy dose of delusion. And then all of a sudden it's validated and you're like, wait, <laughs> that worked. <laughs> what? Cool. <laughs> I mean, I also was super into like law of attraction and I, you know, I still, obviously we connected over like manifestation mm-hmm. and the universe and all of that kind of stuff. And I think the law of attraction, like my relationship to it now is probably a little more grounded than it was back then. But I started I think I just always was like first of all I was I've always I think just been a performer um and I always knew that I wanted to do something creative and in entertainment like I literally remember being in college and I was in advertising 101 and it was like the slideshow said something about like creativity and I was like okay I guess because in my Midwest brain I was like the only thing that I can do is a nine to five like I just didn't cross my mind that you could actually make a career out of being an entertainer. I don't know why I was like, maybe for other people, but not me. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll major in advertising because it's the closest that I'll get to being creative for a living. Um, and you felt like you had to decide at 18. Right. right, right. That's like a whole other. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So stupid. Yeah. I had, I was like, okay, I guess I'll just join an advertising agency and like, that's going to be my life. But I always knew that I wanted to be like creative. And I think just like is social media made it possible for people that had creative aspirations to take it into their own hands and do it? What was the question? I think I'm not answering no, your question. You're perfect. No, you're absolutely perfect. I think that's right there. Such a good point. So I want to know how you, so you went to college for advertising Yeah. and then you did all four years. I did all four years. Wow. And so when <laughs> you were there, did you feel this burning desire to like get out of it or were you present? Your parents, did they have an expectation on what they wanted you to do? I know society did. And that's yeah. what you just explained with like, you know, feeling like you had to do a nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, my parents actually were great. Cause I wanted to do music when I was like 10 and they were so in support of it. Like my parents were like the kind of parents that are like we want to drive out to LA like this is up to you but we would take you out there yeah they were just like do whatever makes you happy my dad is such a film and movie buff that like he and also music nerd everything so me having a career in entertainment for him was like me telling any other parent that I wanted to be like a lawyer or a doctor yeah and and same with my mom truly but I went to college because that was I guess I think they also were like, well, you need to go to college because everybody goes to college. And it wasn't a thing. Like, I don't think that they would have been like super upset if I was like, no, I know what I want to do. I want to be an actor or be a whatever musician. I kind of grew out of that by the time that I was 18. But I kind of just did what every one of my other friends was doing. And I went to, I didn't, I wanted to go to University of Illinois. I had to go to University of Iowa because I was not, my grades were not good enough because I kind of just like fell off. I got depressed in high school and then my grades sort of fell off. So I went to University of Iowa and then I hated that because it was in bumfuck Iowa. Like Mm. I feel like I don't even need to explain why I hated it. I studied like crazy. I was like reading a biology book, like literally six hours, just like reading the full biology book from start to finish. Cause I was like doing, I think it was like, my major was like communications or maybe it was like psychology. Oh no, it was psychology. So it was like 
whatever, all of these like things, all of this information that I'll never need. Um, and then I transferred to university of Illinois to be with all of my friends and it was better, but I was still miserable. Like I kind of, it kind of sunk in looking back that I was just there because I thought that that's what I needed to do. I wasn't inspired by it. I actually look at college and I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like it, it was, I was so disconnected from myself and I couldn't wait to get out to Los Angeles. I got depressed my senior year of college because I had interned in LA the summer before and all I wanted to do was go back. Oh yeah. And so like, it was just, it was kind of just dark. And also university of Illinois is in bumfuck Illinois. So mm. I am a city girl at heart and like being, it, there was just nothing to do other than like get drunk and talk about shit that doesn't matter and sororities and fraternities. Mm -hmm. And I was just really unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have to, you knew that you were unhappy, like obviously because you, yeah. did you have to, did, were you in therapy? Yeah. Uh, actually I've been in and out of therapy. Like my, I mean, I've been in therapy consistently probably for the last like four years, but I was in and out of therapy at that time. And I didn't like totally understand what I, I think I, I just knew that I wasn't supposed to be there. Like mm -hmm. it was a weird knowing of like in your my intuition, your gut. Yeah. My intuition was like, this does not feel right. It was like a full body. No. But when I found blogging and I saw all, that all of those creators were from LA, mm -hmm. I was like, all of a sudden it just made so much sense to me. And I was like, Ooh, that's what I want to do. And I felt like Again, like we kind of talked about, I always wanted to be, um, I was always wanting to do some sort of like performance or like I whatever. I saw people doing this on social media where they were kind of just being themselves, but in a very aesthetic and uh, curated way. Mm -hmm. It was like uh, the age of uh, unrelatability. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I want that. I want to model what it's like to be the perfect girl in the world. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and I also kind of felt like that was a safer way to get into the entertainment industry. Like I wasn't confident enough to put my face on camera yet and just talk and say whatever and be completely myself living under the guise of like this aesthetic, perfect girl living this amazing lifestyle with like a perfect morning routine felt safer to me and a good start to like getting in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. It was, it was perfect for where I was in my life. And so, um, that became like my, dream and I started doing that my senior year of college and then I kind of had this thing that I was chasing once I moved out to LA but I still had a nine-to-five when I moved out to LA so you did <laughs> yeah you, you got that before you moved to LA or when you got here I had an internship at an advertising agency strategy okay. intern mm -hmm. um <laughs> they did not hire me after the internship they're like oh my god we don't have space it's so weird <laughs> really You're like oh my god I don't want to be here anyways so thank you for that no the only reason I did was because I met like my first boyfriend if you can call it that at mm -hmm. the advertising agency um and so I was like I think I just want to stay purely for him um <laughs> and the universe that's is like the decisions we make when we're 22 and mm -hmm. and I was like we we quite literally connected over 0.00, .00 things <laughs> and um I was like no but I really want to spend more time with this we guy we have negative three things in common oh my god <laughs> I'm loving this. When he broke up with me, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm so confused. Now looking back, I'm like, oh my God. What? Sorry. What was that? What did we even talk about? I actually don't know what we, I remember laying, I remember laying in bed with him one night and I was like, I think we're 
supposed to be talking about more. And that's things. the word we know too inside. Yeah. Even at 22, 20, whatever, we're like, this yeah. is wrong. Yes. I'm going to stay right here. Oh my God. And come back tomorrow. <laughs> a hot, I was like, this is, this does not feel right, but I'm going to stay here because there's so few men that will lay in bed with me. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about quite literally nothing. <laughs> so while I have it, I'm going to hold on to Scarcity it. Scarcity mindset. <laughs> okay, so you moved to LA yeah. and to pursue your dreams to of- pursue a loser. No, I'm just <laughs> you move to LA, you meet a loser, you marry him, and you have to. You, you have, have a baby. to. Yeah. Um. No. So you start. Then you start blogging. Yeah. So I want to know um, when you started blogging. Yeah. How did you begin? Did you email people and be like, hey, my name's Jamie. I'm a blogger. I'll post your things. That comes way. I mean, can you imagine if I had zero followers and I was like, hey, <laughs> that would be like a really unhealthy <laughs> dose of delusion. If I was like, hey, so I'm actually nobody yet, but I will be. That's like Kanye West level delusion, which honestly, maybe it would have worked yeah, right? for me. Um, no, but I started just posting um, consistently. And I feel like we've talked about this, but <clears throat> like with the pursuit of anything, consistency is key. Mm -hmm. And I studied what other bloggers were doing that were successful on the platform. And this was like before the age of like oversaturation on Instagram. And so I was like still feeling like I wanted to be one of the first on the scene, which I wasn't. I was kind of in this like second, second generation of bloggers. I don't I don't know if that's actually accurate, but that's how I see it in my brain. Dose of delusion. Um, And so I would study what other like successful creators were doing. And then I saw that a lot of people would post like eight times a day, up to eight times a day. Wow. And now it's like, you can't, you can't do that. Like people will be like, I'm unfollowing this fucking bitch. Like <laughs> this is so annoying. But um, back then it was like, wow, she is on top of her shit. This is so inspiring. This was before carousel posts. So you would do like, a detail shot and then a half body shot and then a full body shot of the outfit. And then you would do what we call a filler photo of like your two little perfect cups of coffee in the morning with like a swirly little design from Carrera cafe on Mm -hmm. Melrose. And, um, you like, I would just do, I made a promise to myself. I would post three times a day. I think it was like 7am, 9am and 12pm, like at the same time, every single day, I bought this course called Pinfinite growth and I would <clears throat> pin during my nine to five job because it was kind of like a bullshit nine to five job. They knew it. I got fired later. It's like whatever. But <laughs> um, I had like way too much free time and I would just be like pinning on the side, like on my computer. And I got up to like uh, like 500,000 monthly views or something on Pinterest. And it was a good way to like, I would repost all of my Instagram content on Pinterest. So it would live on another social platform. And then you kind of keep doing that over and over and over again. And it eventually gets on the explore page. You're, you're getting followers. I remember like this really like aesthetic 2016 photo of like my ripped jeans, like a detail of my ripped jeans and my bracelets got like a thousand likes. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm making it. Like it was like, I am the next. Yeah. I'm the next. Madonna. We were what? Yeah. Goals. And so, um, So I kept on being really, I was so consistent back then. I think about that now and I'm like, man, if I had the same drive (laughs) that I did back then. But now you're leveling up and it's different. You get to like work less and and get more done. It's like quality over quantity. Also times have changed. It's not the same. It's not. I mean, you, if I was working that hard, it would be like, man, this girl's trying really hard. Like it actually would turn people off. But 
back then it did really work. It was what, it was kind of like the algorithm of that time was like you post all of the time. I mean, like, I think this was actually before stories, which is so (laughs) archaic. I'm like, oh my God, Gen Z is dying inside listening to this. Um, But yeah, this was before the age of stories, before TikTok. And uh, yeah, you would just be super, super consistent. And then I, when I moved out to LA, I would just do photos with my friends all the time. And then my best friend, Lexi, um, moved out to LA and she's actually from literally the town over from me, from my hometown. We never knew each other, but we have the same hairdresser and the hairdresser was like, I have another client that moved to LA to do this like blogging thing. And Lexi wanted to be a model. So she DM'd me and Facebook messaged me back when like Facebook was socially acceptable. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, this girl really wants to hang out with me. Um, (laughs) and then she was like, I heard you're, you want to take photos of yourself too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And I was like, Oh my God. No, right. Like our first friend date was like, I was like, do you want to do like a photo shoot on the beach at 3 PM with overhead lighting? It was the worst photo shoot you could ever imagine. But Pura Vida bracelets offered to gift me back when Pura Vida was like the yeah, it brand. That's huge. Like the YSL of like <laughs> <laughs> 2016. 2016. Wow. You've been doing this for a long. Yeah. Okay. I love this because you're. This was before I was paid. Like this was. Yeah. Not, yeah but this yeah. is you planting the seeds and like yeah. taking action on going out to the beach at 3 p.m. and getting oh, yeah. together and getting knowing that you're not getting paid. And yeah choosing to fail if yeah. you will or you know you didn't know it at the time but like now looking back you're like oh my god those photos were horrible Tragic. but you have to start somewhere. somewhere yeah and which then eventually led up to where you are today and I, I know that you've and you're comfortable talking about this but yeah. you've grown your blogging to a six-figure business yeah and that started at zero at Pura Vida bracelets at Pura Vida gifted bracelets yeah <laughs> I had to pay for shipping <laughs> and discount code yeah no yeah that's amazing so I mean I think that you already said it but you would say that consistency yeah was key and also I dedicated my like I was working nine to five but I wanted it so badly and I knew that all of my weekends had to be dedicated to creating content for the following week and this was also when I had a blog like a literal blog when people would go and like read the words that you wrote on a blog Mm. about the outfits and I always loved fashion so it was like it was really me dipping my toes into um being in the entertainment industry it was like it was like just safe enough to be like I love fashion I love lifestyle it wasn't fully me yet but it was like the perfect it was just the perfect start yeah looking back because it yeah. I feel like so many people have this desire to do something, whether it's entertainment industry or to be a, I don't know, a hairstylist or to, you know, but they get caught in this cycle. Like you're saying, your own Midwest brain, mm-hmm. as you said, was like, I need to work a nine to five job. Yeah. And people have this burning desire. And the difference is, is like you took action on that. And I feel like we're both lucky we had parents yeah. that were like, you know, supported our dreams even just verbally like yeah no we support you so it didn't yeah, give that's us that huge anxiety yeah however there's other elements where I'm sure we were scared to mm-hmm. do that or you were scared to move out here and take that risk of leaving your hometown and leaving the stability of you know that you would get a job you did four years of college yeah you would meet someone great probably you would have a fine life but you had this burning intuition and desire to come out here and I think that that's so inspiring in that 
you know, everyone could look at that and hopefully even take a little action on starting the process of what their dream is. Yeah. Whether it's like sending an email or just getting in the direction or having the converse, the scary conversation with their parents or their loved one about like, hey, I am want to quit. Yeah. Here's my six month plan. You know, I want to quit in three months and I want to pursue this other thing or starting a side business. And I think it just takes, well, it takes courage. It takes consistency. Yeah. And I think planning, I'm sure you were, you know, had a planner and you're like, okay, here's my schedule. We're meeting on this day. I'm posting yeah. on this day. It's a lot of work. I And it takes a lot of like vulnerability at the end of the day. It's so, and I struggle with this constantly of I'm always struggling because I'm like, I don't want to feel like a beginner again. But then every single time I have to start this new phase of my life or a chapter of my business, I have to surrender to the beginner mindset all over again. And I, it, it feels like going backwards, but it's actually, it's my therapist calls it an upward spiral, which I love. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it kind of, it feels like you're regressing, but you're actually just like starting over in a way that feels more aligned with what you know you want to be doing. And I had to do that with acting. I, I literally had a conversation with myself before going on set for my first show. And I was like, Jane, I know you're having so much fun right now. In a couple of years, you're going to look back on this and you're probably going to be like, wow, that was so clearly my first show. And I just want you to have fun. It's fine. You're probably not going to love whatever you do in a couple of years. Maybe you do if you're lucky, but like this is your first show. Enjoy it. You can't escape it, whatever. It only took me a couple months to feel that way. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, like there is something to be said about having the vulnerability to like, and, and delusion, um, and like, I guess confidence, but I would say like, I still have a confidence that also I'm aware is put on because I definitely, gravitate towards like a self-deprecating sense of humor and so if I don't neutralize that with some overconfidence I'll just die um <laughs> quite literally <laughs> I will just like my mental like it, it would be mental breakdowns like left and right and so I'm just like okay I'm going to you know how to balance your own yeah and like who cares like talk yourself up girl like yeah. when you leave the house before a party like you should look in the mirror and be like I look hot as fuck okay um, me and my friend took like, uh, sexy lingerie photos actually it was for her, but she inspired me because I was like, sometimes you do need to just get naked, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, damn, 11 out of 10. Okay. Um, so you, so I kind of, I feel like I did the adjacent to that with blogging where I was like, I'm just going to post as if I am already a successful blogger. And that's, that is the cringy part that we just have to accept is, you have to start at that place where you are, you are going to do the stuff that you look back on and you're like, I hate like my first round of content. I look back on that and I'm like, that is so chuggy now. It is so bad. It's so bad. What is chuggy? Okay. So chuggy is like the, uh, think about, um, chuggy is like things that should never come back from like 2012. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, like, um, Oh my God. Why am I blinking out on like every single, Oh, like skinny jeans. Okay. You know, like yeah. let's just never do that again. Right. Or like, um, <laughs> chuggy, like, you know, Uggs are back. Yeah. Or like a shawl, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Or like Ed Hardy shirts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Chuggy. Although they might, they might, Oh, they're resurfacing. They might be resurfacing. Cause Gen Z is all about that. Like grunge right. vibe, especially with like Wednesday coming out on Netflix. And oh. like the grunge is just like, yeah. 
Yeah. Wow, you heard it here first of what is coming out next. <laughs> no, I, I don't go know. I don't grab know. Grab all my Frankie I, B's and true religion. <laughs> I think okay, so true religion true religion I think is another like that's kind of chug. But like <laughs> I think <laughs> Oh my god. I think chug. We have shortened chug. it. Chug. Chugalicious definition. Chug. Um I think that like like uh oh god, like furry, you know, like furry maybe boots boots okay Fuck. no that's I'm good. doing a horrible that. job no okay. I know you totally now I'm gonna use it you're gonna hear me on the street just yeah you're like that thing's chuggy and you're like yeah. that is a Mercedes-Benz it's indeed not chuggy yeah you're using it in the wrong yeah or like a um oh my god like a fit and flare dress or something with yeah. like tights and heels something that you would oh. wear to like a b'nai mitzvah yeah um just <laughs> or like any of your bat mitzvah dresses from 2007 <laughs> they're not uh, it they're chuggy they're chug and so I think that what what, yeah I want to go back to everything that you just said because it was so beautiful you just spit so much knowledge and experience and I think that you're so right it has to be confidence sprinkled with delusion Mm -hmm. sprinkled with action yeah and eventually you'll get to where you're going and people are gonna have shit to say about you like mind you when I started posting in college I knew that there were girls because I had dropped out of my sorority because I uh, wasn't really I didn't just there was nothing wrong with the girls I just never really connected with them never really felt like uh supported in that community and I just knew that people were saying shit Mm -hmm. and I also got a call a drunk call from them my when the first year I moved out to LA this is at like two in the morning Chicago time and it was like 12 a.m. I was like editing or something. And I picked up the phone and one of these girls was like, Jamie Singer, you're a fake blogger, bitch. And I was like, it was from like a guy's number or whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. And so I just, rem- I just remember laughing because I was like, okay. Like it was like two things at once. I was like, mm, that kind of stings because like I was right. People were talking and like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I was like, oh my God, LOL. So funny. I didn't feel a thing. No, like that hurt for a second. But also... I was like, I cannot believe that at 2 a.m. you're scarfing pizza down your throat being like, oh my God, let's call Jamie Singer Mm -hmm. and tell her that she is in fact pursuing blogging and that she's a total fucking bitch. (laughs) Did that light a fire under you to be like, okay, I'm, I mean, you already had one lit or... I I just blocked, she's still blocked. I was like, you know what? My greatest gift to you I, I blocked her and the guy and I was like, my greatest gift to you is that if you ever want to look at my profile, you have to go through the knowledge that you're going out of your way to do so. You have mm-hmm. to ask your friends to look at my profile and how fucking embarrassing is that mm-hmm. for the rest of your life? Or you have to look at my profile from like another fake account because you called me that one time and you can just never access it from your account. So like now you have to just live with knowing that if you ever want to see what I'm doing, you went out of your way to do that. Yeah. That's so sad. (laughs) Yeah. That's a healthy way to look at it and not, you know, fight back or to go into a downward spiral of like insecurity and let that. No, because I knew that people had shit to say. I even, I mean, Michelle and I talk about it. Michelle judged the shit out of me when we were first doing it. And like we were, I mean, we've gone through so much. We actually see the same therapist. And so we, we were just like at that time, because I moved out to LA with my best friend, which I will say made the move a lot easier, but I was also one of those people that was like weirdly, like, I don't care. Like I love my family, but I felt pretty safe growing up and safe enough to know that like I could move away from them and it wouldn't ruin our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, they were always like, you do you to pursue your dreams. And so like, I didn't feel connected to your, I didn't either. I moved right up from Orange County. I knew very early on in high school, I was like, 
I got bullied too. And I was like, I knew I was like, yeah, you guys are going to stay here forever. Forever. Yeah. And I am getting the fuck out. So what I want to talk about is I want to parlay into acting now. Cause I definitely want to get that in. Oh yeah. 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 Here. Yeah. So <laughs> I can talk. I can talk anyone's ear off for way too long. Like no. don't pick up the phone. I will make you stay on for an hour. No, okay. I know this from experience. Yeah. <laughs> And don't go over. Jamie will make, she'll be like, you are going to stay in my room and we are going to clean my room 100%. and you're going to sleep over. Yes, 100%, 100%. And I'm there for it. No, I I am self-proclaimed Coda P, Codependent Queen. And there was no Q in there. Um, <laughs> and I will, I, I actually am such an extrovert. I get my energy from other people. Like if I'm alone, I'll just stare at a wall and be like, God, there's so much I can do, but I have no energy or like emotional you need, stimulation. You need someone else even in the room working on their laptop. I don't need you, you to talk to me. I yeah. actually don't want you to talk to me. I just need to know that your presence is in <laughs> that the That there's room. energy in yes. there. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So with acting, yeah, that's always been, you planted the seed. I think you already told me this. I mean, you always wanted to be in the entertainment industry, but yeah. I think at like 17, 18. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so again, my dad is like his hobbies include watching movies and listening to film critics and podcasts and all of that kind of stuff. Movies was just always like such a huge, I mean, TV and film was always such a huge thing uh, in my family growing up. And like I, when my friends would come over, it was always like my dad had like the newest, best movie recommendations for us and stuff like that. And so um, we, like, I always kind of had that seed planted. And I remember for the first time watching Titanic, I went upstairs and I looked at myself in the mirror and I tried to like replicate the scene of Kate Winslet, like crying. Oh my God. It's so okay. cringy. It's so cringy. But I just remember like, uh, like, I don't know why, but I would like kind of have those moments where I would like look in the mirror and like test myself and see if I could cry or I would make up like fake arguments and like, are you, yeah. <laughs> did you do that? Like. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I yeah. I was it was more like it was way less cool than yours. I was like Selena Gomez from Wizards <laughs> of Waverly Place and I was like Titanic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh my god. So, okay, so then you how did you start getting into what's that ground up story? Like did you start emailing agents and managers? Was the first thing you did sign up for an acting class? Yeah. Like I actually had no idea cuz it was all taboo to me. I was like, I don't even know. How do people get auditions? Like, I just didn't know anything. I was like, how? How would you know? Right. I, I remember seeing like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and I was like, did they just knock on some of these people's doors and be like, I think I want you to be in my movie? Like, how did, whatever. Back then, I think that it was, it was like almost like you're in a coffee line and someone like discovers yes, you. That was the only story that we heard of. We didn't hear about the... The boring. hustle, the grind, no. the business side of it, really. Well, because that's boring. All of the stuff that's like, I was auditioning for years. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> cool. But like how, like how <laughs> you want to hear the Jennifer Lawrence story of like yeah. somebody picking her out of a crowd of people being like, God, you just have the face and body for this. <laughs> and like also her, her personality matching beautifully. But my friend, Mo, my friend was, I think, living with us or staying on our couch for a little bit. And she was like, I want to be an actress. And I was like, cool, have you like signed up for an acting class? Like I feel, I, I don't know why, but I was like, that's just like the first step because I, I figured they would kind of tell you, you had how lived it in LA works. for a little bit. So you Two knew years. that there acting classes years. were like a thing, yeah. like easy to access. Because when Lexi, the other blogger moved out here, she actually started with wanting to be a model and an, an act and an actor. And I remember she was involved in this 
really intensive course. And every single time it was like on, I think it was like one day on the weekends that was like six hours or maybe not. It was, it was rehearsals. Actually, you had to rehearse every single day in Leslie Kahn's comedy intensive. And I remember being like, what fucking class is this? This is so much fucking work. And also I, like I was just so annoyed with her because I was like, hello, like I want, <laughs> these are three very long hours and we are trying to create content here. And so she eventually might like, she eventually evolved into like blogging and influencing obviously. And we joke that we switched places, but the first thought that came in my mind was like, well, I know Lexi took a class with Leslie Kahn and, um, that's the only acting studio that I know about here. And it seemed, she seemed to really like it. And so maybe we should go and sign up for an audit on there or like an intro work class or something. And so it kind of tells you what the classes are all about. And I was like, you sign up, I'll sign up. My friend Kayla signed up with us. It was like, we'll do it as a group and whatever. And I was doing a little bit of YouTube back then. I did like the 50 questions or whatever. And I think I watched it back and I was like, I think I'm just like kind of funny and talented. And like, maybe I'd be good at this. Like it sounds so unlikable, but that is literally the first thing that came through my head. And also the fact that I think I'm funny makes me so unfunny. So you can like cut that out or whatever, but, um, sorry. No, I want to say that if, but you're like authentically saying that you, you're like, I'm so talented. Like it's no, (laughs) but it's authentic. And that's, that's what shows and matters. I don't, I don't listen to that and go like, oh my God, this bitch is so conceited. Like, I just don't think that. Yeah. Whereas if someone else said it and it wasn't, they didn't actually believe it about themselves. That's such a good point, man. Yeah. Then it would come off like, oh, they're covering, they have a complex Mm -hmm. or something like that, which is okay. And like, that's something that they need to work through. But with you, it's like, but you're also sprinkling in all these other problems that you have. A hundred percent. Yeah. Again, with that balance of being like, okay, I struggle massively with anxiety and OCD. Massive. But I am also very fucking funny and talented. Yeah. 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 So you, I feel like for anyone listening who wants to get into acting, I feel like this is such a good reminder. Like that is the first and only thing you did. You signed up for a class. It happened to be one of the best schools in LA. That's how you and I met was at Leslie Kahn. And you really get all your answers and all yeah. your questions answered there. Well, because we have this giant vision of what we want our lives to look like and we forget to break it down into many steps. And signing up for an acting class was quite literally the only thing that that I knew how to do that got me to the next 10 steps. And I make this mistake all the time because I'm like, I just want to be at the final step. But like, really, we have to go through those we have to go through the baby steps and the boring shit in order to get there. And it doesn't feel lucrative in the process, but it ends up being so beneficial in the end. And like, yeah, I got so lucky that it was Leslie Kahn that I ended up, that was, that that was the class that I knew of because when I went, their intro work class tells you everything you need to know about the business. I immediately signed up afterwards and it was a feeling, it was, again, it was like a full body. Yes. A knowing in my, in my body and in my bones that was like oh I feel really at home here like there was this part of me that I had sort of shut down after doing theater in high school because I did do theater in high school and I had a I loved doing it but I also had kind of like a traumatic experience with that (laughs) Leslie calls it Leslie calls drama school trauma school for a reason (laughs) and but I remember I like I really came into my own and I almost felt like I did that before I was ready to own it myself because I was 
raising my hand more in class and I was talking more. And I think it like some people found it annoying and I was like, Ooh, but I want to be likable to everyone. So I'm just going to turn off my personality for a little while. Mm-hmm. And going back to Leslie turned me back on. And I sort of felt like I was like coming home to myself and my like inner child. And that was the thing about acting for me, which it, it was like connecting with my younger self who got to play and feel in an environment that supported it and wasn't like, ew, that's weird and you feel too much. Mm-hmm. And through those classes, I learned how to get an agent and manager. I met people like you that were really, really adamant on helping people figure out how to do this business, made connections like you that kind of, we sat down, we got coffee. You asked me about social media because you were interested in that. I asked you about how you started your career. I also created a connection with Leslie, like even in classes where people are still just working actors, you are making some valuable connections that might not even really present themselves, their value until like later. I mean, the value right now is like at the beginning is emotional, but Yeah. And you're putting energy into this thing you want to do, which is pursuing acting, Mm -hmm. which then, you know, you go home and all of a sudden you get this like opportunity, this email or something, right? The the ball starts rolling of this acting and then it all starts to come together. But I'm sure before you went to this place where you felt at home, you had been living in LA for two years. Yeah. I'm sure there were moments where you're like, you know, enjoying the blogging and everything, yeah. but you're like, what am it? Something's missing. Yes. What's going on? And you probably had to check in with yourself and you probably had to, you know, work through it in with friends, with therapy, whatever it was. But was that the case? You know, it's really funny. This is such a universe moment. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but when we do the comedy intensive, you do the last class, you do an audition and Leslie's in the room. Do you mm-hmm. remember? And um, right before that audition, I got a call from my social media managers at the time and they dropped me Mm. and I was sobbing. I felt like I was really, really sad. I felt like my social media career, I was like hitting this, um, I was hitting this wall with it where I was like, something isn't feeling fulfilling. And again, social media has changed even so much since then where I feel like I actually can show up more authentically on social now. But back then it was really that curated aesthetic content where I was like, I am not myself on this platform. And so they dropped me, I was sobbing. And then I went in to do the audition. And I remember like my, like one of the girls was like, here's some concealer. Cause the audition was a fucking multi-camera comedy and I did it. And then at the very end, Leslie was like, that was really good. I want you in my class. Mm. And that's kind of how it started. And then I remember I, <laughs> I was like, they were like, are you okay? Cause like, I had sort of made friends with the TAs in there and they were like, I think she said that was really good. I started sobbing again because I was like holding in the tears and I was like, please God be funny. Like this isn't the character. And if you're going to be an actress, you can't be sad, whatever. Opposite. Right. No, totally. I was like, but you can't be sad in this comedy, but then it's like, honestly, just use it. But I, but you didn't, you were also so new. So new. So new. Yeah. So I started sobbing and I was like, I just want to say thank you for so much for like, (laughs) Oh my God, it was exactly what you would have pictured. I was like, my social media agents just dropped me. I'm like, I just want to say thank you so much for like liking my scene. So, like, this is such a supportive community. 
my ego feels really good. It just felt bad 20 minutes ago. Oh my God. I was like, this class has just really saved me. Um, now I know I'm like, how many times that that's happened? And they're like, okay. But um, that's the beauty of acting class, right? We go there for those moments. Yeah. And oh, it's, had, yeah. It's I've, almost sad to think like, I haven't been in acting class in a really long time. And yeah. I always talk about how much I loved those nights. The community. The community, the the process, the yeah. whole process of knowing that we're working, we're all working toward our dreams. Yeah. And so if you are on that step of your career, like really enjoy the process and going because like, not that I'm like past that, but I, I don't go, I now just um, coach personally. Yeah. One-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. It's just more efficient with yeah. what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah. But Oh my God, those days are so beautiful and so fun. And I think it's important to enjoy the process. And if you're not, that's the time to like check in with yourself and be like, do I even like this? Right. Yeah. Because enjoying the process of especially a career in entertainment, but the process of a career in anything yeah, is so long yeah, that you have to, I mean, there's going to be ups and downs, but for the most part, you know, enjoy it. And that needs to be part of yeah. passion which was definitely what acting class was oh yeah and it's it kind of like keeps your momentum alive when it feels like you're in a lull like right now I feel like I'm in such a lull and I've been in such a lull these past like couple months which has been really hard because I was like oh my career is just gonna skyrocket after I book my first thing and it's like no 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 sit the fuck back down Jamie okay we're gonna humble your ass out for a little bit <laughs> and I'm like thank you so much <laughs> um so I like signed up I signed back up for class because I was not in it and I was doing the private coaching too and then I was like I just need a community and I need a support system and I need to create my own momentum and feel like I have a yep. job even when no one's hiring me mm -hmm. um and so now it, it like it actually serves like there was a girl in class the other day that's kind of been doing this for years. And she was like, it is these low moments that make us not pieces of shit to work with. Like it's those low moments that you actually come back later on and you're like, man, that was so necessary. Like, and I heard this from somewhere sometime, like, I can't remember where I heard this from, but it was like, sometimes you need to get really low in it because there's something that you need to see at that vantage point. Mm -hmm. And I was like, mm. I love that. Like it, it just reminds me that even through this low period, maybe there's something that like I'm figuring out with Absolutely. myself. Just like, yes. And what myself. comes after getting low, my boyfriend just made the greatest what example. Yeah. He was like, okay, Ben, like pretend you're going to jump. What do you do before you jump? And I was like, he's like, do it right now. And so I bent down and I was like, my knees are bent. I'm like, yeah. I get really low. He's like, okay, jump. And then I'm like, and I touch. And he's like, oh. so you're just about to, you know, jump up and get your highest. Oh, I love that yeah, analogy. Right? And I was like, oh my God, you're so right. He's like, you have to have these moments. You have yeah. to where you're down here. So then that can propel you upward. Mm -hmm. And our industry is full of those moments and yeah. the waves and everything. And so you meet your people to like support you through them in mm -hmm. class. That, oh yeah, you know, like that's where you meet the people that are like, I get it. All my best friends are from acting class. Really? For, oh my god. Yeah, Albina. You know, yes, one of my best I friends forget. going to her wedding next. Like, yeah, Shannon. You so honestly, Bella. Even oh yeah, I mean, you weren't in the my same roommate, class. My but... roommate, Isabella. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. If you were thinking about starting signing up for an acting class, definitely. Oh do yeah. It. And that's where I learned about 
agent. That's where I actually got set up with an agent manager. I actually, one of my TAs worked at Disney and they were casting an Ariana Grande lookalike and she left me a voicemail. This was two weeks after I signed up for class and she left me a voicemail and she was like, you need to get in for this. I can figure out like how I can help you. And you booked it. I, well, they actually, they emailed me, the casting directors emailed me from Instagram, but then I, but yes, then I booked it and it was like, um, it was just like a very serendipitous starting yeah. point. Like, You're like, I am definitely in the right place. I yeah, booked like, my uh, first role in two weeks. Yeah, first role in two, oh my God. The universe was like, okay, <laughs> sit the fuck down. But still like literally was crying in my closet by myself. Cause there's something about the closet, by the way, if you just like shut the door, it's kind of like when you're in your car, there's like dead silence. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever want to be really fucking alone with yourself, sit in your closet. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, that. yeah, my favorite thing has been like sitting in my closet and just like cry, letting myself Re- cry. Recently, that's been your favorite. Yes. Been my, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My like new hobby. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> new hobby. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so I love intellectualizing all these feelings, but at some point, Jane, we're going to have to feel them. And so let's just sit in the closet for a little bit. Um, I, I really do on a serious note. I love that. No, because <laughs> we don't feel things. No, we like to stay busy. And yeah. I think that sitting in a quiet place, I mean, literally every single episode I'm going to touch on this, which is creating time and space for yourself to understand yourself, to understand what you want to get clear with yourself, to get clear with the universe. Mm-hmm. So everyone knows what, we want what I want. But you do this every morning so beautifully, which is what I, I think you recommended the book Atomic Habits, which I started reading. And I actually want to go back to this week because you remind me of that. You make space to get in touch with yourself every single morning. And I'm sure that you're going to tell people on the pod all about that. But like, I will say I was filling out the magic mornings journal every fucking day before I booked my first Netflix show. I swear to the God. Chills. Swear to God. And I, like, I don't know if you remember, but I would like post it all the time. And I've been, I, I honestly- do. I remember, but yeah. up until you booked, I remember. And I fell out of my flow completely when I booked it, which is a good lesson, honestly, mm-hmm. of like, no, you have to, it doesn't stop here. Mm-hmm. Like you actually have to keep going and doing the little things that got you to the place that like, don't forget that shit. The small habits that- yeah eventually accumulate into a lifestyle into a healthy successful lifestyle and that's yeah Yeah. I love that you manifested yeah I mean it's hard work and manifestation and intention setting I mean my affirmations if you saw those I would say I am an (laughs) award-winning Emmy nominated actress you have to we have to program our brains our subconscious mind to believe those things so then other people like casting directors can believe them yeah because casting wants to cast you yep that's the thing that no one's like that no one's that no one's talking about yeah (laughs) they we make their job easier no that's the thing everybody is like wants to complain about casting. No, no, no. Okay. Casting is actually calling you in because they want you to make their job so easier. So bad. They're like, please, for They're the like, love of God, can understand. someone do this tape differently? <laughs> do you think that they want to watch all of the same tapes no. not hitting They're the doing beats? this after hours. I'm submitting my tape at oh. 6 p.m. Yeah. They're at home. Mm-hmm watching it they they get there and if you don't get the moment before they're like i'm not fucking wasting my time and you know what i don't blame them okay unpopular opinion don't watch my tape if i am not getting it within the first three Three seconds seconds. don't watch it fine next next it's okay thank you please next But you know what I would like? Just an email letting me know exactly what I didn't get so that for next time. You know those 250 tapes that you got? Can you email all of us? 
notes, please. Notes, and please. Thank yes. you. Mm-hmm. And if it's just an essence thing, that's fine. But just write back essence. <laughs> yeah, not that's it. it. I did have one. Shorten it. E-S. Yes. We'll get it. Yes. S. yes. You not the S. I had one note. I had actually one note for, because I auditioned for the White Lotus for Sydney Sweeney's character. And oh. the casting director did write back. She goes, not the girl, but really funny. <gasps> Stop it. I was like, James. I was like, that is, I will take Wait, that. I was like, oh. Can you print, <laughs> that needs to go on. You know, talk about affirmations. Not, not the, girl, the girl, but really <laughs> funny. Not Sydney, but fucking phenomenal. That's all you need for the rest of your life. We need to end there. Cause that was, wow. <laughs> I know. Did she call you back for weight too? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Got lost. It's okay. She's a lot think, going on. It was a lot going on. She's like, you know what? None of these characters are actually her. her. I'm going to cut her. She thought of yeah, you immediately. She thought, immediately. That was the first call, actually. And then she's like, yeah. wait, I yeah. have something. Yeah, the lead lead. You know what? White, White, White Lotus 3, I think her and I are going <laughs> to. I think her and I are definitely going to. number one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. Jamie. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. Thank you so much You're for... Welcome coming on and can we show with them us. this like are you gonna like yeah. i'm like this was my this is my pride and joy this is what booked me my first netflix show and it is what's gonna book me my first freaking movie and other th- yeah meditation affirmations gratitude intentions coffee it just sets your day up okay oh my god i'm so that is what makes me so happy in creating magic is just yeah. seeing people do it and then be like oh my my girlfriend dm me the other day and she's like <laughs> Just so you know, I met my husband oh. after I have the screenshot of the text and she was dead serious. She wasn't like, OMG, did it. She's like, hey, Natalie, I just wanted to let you know that um, I met my husband because I wrote in the magic journal for six months <gasps> saying that I, you know, being very specific about what I wanted and now we're engaged. So I just want to let you know, um, I haven't posted on social media yet, but I need you to know first that like the magic journal. Oh, that gave me yeah, chills. Yeah. I was like, no, wait, I- it's magic. I'm like, can I have a new one? I think I ran out of space. Yes. <laughs> but like Take one of these. No, I, I'm not even kidding because I'm like, I also am um, single and ready to not mingle. I'm ready to settle <laughs> down with a therapized, perfect, hot anyone, six anyone? two or above man. <laughs> All you five niners with hot ass faces. <laughs> Meet me, meet me in person because I, on the dating apps, I might be a little selfish. I might be a bit cunty on the dating apps. <laughs> oh, we need to do a whole other episode about dating. Um, okay. So I have written here voice impressions. So can you just do two? Shut the fuck up, please. And okay. then we'll close okay, out. Okay, 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 okay. Um, you want the Britney one? Of course, it's like that. I'm just doing two lines. It's oh, baby, baby, how was I Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, Shakira, Shakira, oh, baby. Like that, that is that. Oh and my then, God, I love it. And then the Ariana is like, well, I guess this might be Kat or Ariana, but it's like, yeah, you know, like I'm just trying to like make new music and like just focus on myself, you know? Like, I don't know. I don't really like look at the internet or anything like that. Like I just focusing on like me, yeah. Oh my God, you guys. Jamie or or the, kid, the Courtney. Sorry, one more. I'm please, just please give it to me. Go. Scott, like you're so annoying. I am so like over this show. And like my sisters, I just like want a green juice. Oh my God. I was like closing my eyes because I was <laughs> laughing and it fucking sounded like... 
Courtney in my ear. Cordy. Cordy. I feel like wow. I need to redo Ari. I think you need to do those and post them. Yeah. Or something. Just trying to like make new music, you know? Wow. I think she goes like a little deeper, you know? Yeah. Like a little like what flame. What is that accent that she has? I don't even know. But Her like, own. man, she like made it up, you know? So do you practice these or it's just natural? I, sw- I think if I listened, this is the thing. I used to do impressions of my friends growing up. Um, it didn't really go over well. Um, but if you have a really unique voice, I will. I can listen to it a couple of times and it. I just have to like That's a skill. It. You need to write that on your resume under special skills. How? <laughs> How? Why? Right? Like voice. Oh, voice. Vo- Im- yeah. Voice oh. impersonations. You bet your fucking ass that's there. Yeah. Oh, good. good yeah. Good. good. Um, <laughs> right under skiing and like <laughs> mine is literally like can hike. Like <laughs> no, like can walk on two feet. <laughs> <laughs> Hire me. Uh, okay. Thank you again so much. I love you. I, love I you. hope that at least one person got something out of this, which I know a lot more did. <laughs> um, and thank you for your authenticity and thank you for yours, um, your ground up story. Thank you for making this such a safe space as always to get vulnerable and just to talk about everything. And that is one of your superpowers too, is just bringing, making a space for people to feel like they are safe enough to get authentic and get vulnerable. Thank you. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alex, and I'm not going to spell that for you because my parents just made it too difficult. Um, and then YouTube is Jamie Alex Singer, and then yeah, I think I have like a link tree in my bio on my Instagram. Cool. And everyone, go on Netflix and watch Boo Bitch and watch Jamie B. Oh God, hilarious! It is so funny. You are so amazing in that show. Thank you, truly. That's a wrap. Oh my God, and watch Natalie as a series regular on Tommy Life season two. <laughs> Okay, bye. Bye.